Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful and fabulous uh, Monday morning. I had to think a second, but uh, starting just a hair late, I apologize. I um, honestly don't know what I was thinking. I, <laughs> I uh, for some reason, I had 6.15 on my mind, and I should have started uh, at 10 after uh, getting the music going and uh, uh, starting the live stream, and um, I was goofing and doofing and uh, lost track of what I was what I was supposed to do, so I sincerely apologize for that, for the uh, coming in a little bit late, but hopefully you'll understand it's Monday after all, but I uh, hope everybody has a great day, a wonderful day, a safe day today, and uh, hopefully we can start the day off right and uh, diving into uh, God's Word this morning. So let's go ahead, without any further ado, let's uh, go ahead and do our Pledge of Allegiance. So if you have the ability uh, to stand and uh, place your hand over your heart, uh, by all means, let's do that. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Those are sweet, wonderful words. Uh, I tell you what, uh, it's a shame that so many take for granted uh, our wonderful freedoms that we have. And uh, such a shame, uh, the state of affairs that our country is in and those who seek to destroy it. I tell you, it's, um, uh, I know it's important that we pray for people like Pelosi and uh, Schumer and such and it's tough. I ain't going to lie to you. It's really tough. And uh, you see some of the evil, crazy things we're trying to pull and push. It just, uh, uh, I don't know about you, but it evokes a lot of anger with me. And uh, when I was on news this morning, uh, Pelosi on there, and it just some of the lunacy that comes out of her mouth. It's just uh, mind-boggling. Because I want y'all to be aware of some things, all right? I want to uh, bring something up here uh, I think bears mentioning. Uh, as you see here, we got three different gentlemen here, and um, uh, particularly one in the lower left corner is one of the bigger videos that I've seen be going around in Messenger. And, uh, you know, I'll be honest with you, I don't know much credibility any of these men have. Uh, the particular one in the lower left, uh, he is, uh, he, he doesn't give any credentials. He just says, oh, I know people in government, and, and I work closely with people in government. And here's what's going to happen. We're going to have martial law, and this is going on, and things are going to get bad, and, and Trump's going to uh, re, uh, uh, turn power over to uh, uh, the military, and all this bunch of stuff. And, and then in the upper uh, left, uh, we got the guy, he said pretty much the same thing. And the guy in the middle, uh, he just, I don't know, he just rambled on about a bunch of nothing. But here's the thing. You know, we've got people out there that are just sensationalists. They're trying to capitalize on what's going on right now. They're trying to prey on the fears, the anxiety of the people in the world right now. They know uh, that uh, if they push, push something like this out there, uh, it's more than likely going to go viral so they get their 15 seconds of fame. And, uh, you know, there may be a nugget of truth in what they're saying, but this kind of goes back to what I was talking about yesterday at church. You don't let these people uh, get you down. Don't let them... Uh, Tear your nerves up and uh, uh, feel like it. Uh, the world is, you know, they're like Chicken Little saying the sky is falling. And, uh, you know, if martial law happens, it's going to happen, you know. But uh, right now, I'm not seeing any indication that's going to, to, to uh, go into effect. In fact, the one in the uh, uh, lower uh, 
left over here is uh, claiming that it's supposed to have happened as, as uh, early as last night. <laughs> and, then, and then he backtracks and says it could possibly be uh, in a couple of days. So, you know, uh, it, it is uh, malarkey, if you, if you ask my honest opinion. I really do. And uh, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I, I admit I'm wrong if, if, it, if some of the things are different. But, um, and, you know, it probably wouldn't hurt to have the, you know some extra food in the house and uh just in case you know uh, people panic and start buying up everything listen to these these uh, lunatics here and uh, uh there's something, there's something i want to tell you uh in regards to some of these guys um oh what was it well i mean, went blank i got a headache this morning so i can't think straight um there's something else going on oh that's what it was the other thing going around uh since uh We'll see Wednesday or I think it's this Wednesday or Thursday. There's nothing going around. Said President Trump's going to come on at 9 p.m. and he's going to address the nation. I've been getting that since Wednesday or Thursday, and he is yet to <laughs> to fulfill what uh, what these people are pushing out there. Guys, be careful what you're sitting out, and be careful what you're buying into. I mean, really, it is uh, uh, there's a lot of nuts out there. Uh, pushing all these wild conspiracy theories, we got enough to worry about without buying into this 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 craziness uh, that these these guys we were just showing uh, on here uh, are pushing. So um, pray about it, pray for discernment. Uh, you know, I've had several people ask me, you know, should I believe this? Pray for discernment, pray for wisdom. God's God's word says, you ask for wisdom, God will give it to us liberally. So let's have that discernment, be sisters leading in the spirit, and. Uh, uh, the, you know, the main thing is keeping our eyes on the Lord. Let's not give in to these to these uh, wild conspiratorial individuals that we're you know seeing here. Uh, again, uh, we see the, uh, my inbox is full uh, of these videos, and uh, uh, truth or not, you know I've, I've yet to see anything. I'll be honest with you, I've yet to see anything in the world. Now I will say, I think it's very odd uh, that uh, where the Vatican's gone dark, Pakistan's gone dark. That there's, you would think that would be some major news, uh, and but yet has been seen uh, on uh, on news networks. I think that's really odd because somebody was telling me about it, and I actually had to Google it, and sure enough, uh, it just went dark. So that 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 part's a little confusing to me. But let's not let our anxiety, our uh, imaginations run wild uh, with with crazy ideals of. I think a lot of people watch too much uh, movies and television of apocalyptic events, and uh, they're anticipating such things will happen. And no matter what happens, like I've told you before, God's in control. Uh, you know, that's the bottom line. God is in control. And um, if we trust in him, he's going to supply all of our needs, one of his riches of glory. He's going to get us through this. And uh, and, and, and quite frankly, if uh, the Lord tarries and, and these are the last days, it will get worse before it gets better. That part is true. That part is biblical, uh, whether you like it or not. And, uh, and I know it, it evokes some fear uh, in individuals. But like I've said before, there's no reason to be fearful. Uh, in fact, we should greet these uh, these things with anticipation and excitement because we know that Christ isn't far behind. So uh, let's go and look at our verse this morning. I, I feel like it is important uh, to um, uh, point out uh, so these, these these videos, uh, these individuals that are going around uh, like wildfire, and uh, and I just want to put people at ease, uh, and uh, you know, to tell you to be very weary of buying into some of this stuff. And it's easy to do because uh, 
our anxiety and, and where we're at mentally, emotionally, uh, is at an all-time high. So, uh, all right, so our verse this morning is Luke twenty-three twenty-six. And as they led him away, they laid hold on one Simon, a Cyrenian, coming out of the country, and on him they laid the cross. Now, um, looking at this verse here, of course, obviously we're talking about uh, Jesus uh, being led uh, to Golgotha uh, to be uh, nailed to the cross where he had endured the scourging, which most men uh, never uh, even lived through. Uh, but then to place the cross on his back, obviously he was uh, unable to uh, carry it uh, on his own. So they got Simon the Cyrene uh, to help carry it uh, the rest of the way to Golgotha. And uh, the significance of, of, of reading this this morning is twofold. One, I think we need to always understand and realize the high cost for our salvation. Uh, the wickedness. You know, we, we talk about Jesus taking on the sins of the world. I mean, you think about the horrible and terrible, evil, wicked things uh, that go on in our world. Uh, men who have slaughtered women and children, uh, the, the vile perverseness, uh, the, 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 you know, you could list a plethora of, of things that have uh, went on uh, in this country, still go on in this country, or not, I mean, not this country, this world, rather, you got here in a second. And here God, or Jesus Christ, uh, God in the flesh, uh, took on those sins of the world and to the point, you know, God couldn't even look on his own son. Uh, the hideousness, uh, the vileness of sin Christ took upon uh, in order to save our worthless hides. You know, uh, I don't know about you, but I um, I feel uh, inadequate as a Christian a lot of times and even more so as a pastor. Uh, you know, I feel uh, the, the, you know, like the Apostle Paul talked about being the chief of sinners. That's the way I feel. I, uh, uh, I don't always feel like my, my actions reflect uh, where I should be spiritually, you know. And, and again, it goes back to the Apostle Paul. Why is it the things I want to do, I don't do, but the very things I don't want to do, I do. Uh, and I think that's a part of our, our sin-filled lives because we're none righteous, no, not one. We're all imperfect beings. That doesn't excuse us to sin. Uh, and quite the contrary, we should be that much more aware of it uh, and want to uh, make adjustments so we can be uh, better uh, children uh, for God. But we need to, to never forget uh, what Christ endured on the cross for us. Uh, the scourging, again, like I said, because of our sins, because of the evil that we have done, the things that we have committed. Uh, you know, here this was a perfect man he was perfect in every way a lamb led to the slaughter he'd done no wrong you know and, and i've always looked at it this way it'd be to me it'd be no different than uh and, and a, you know of course even children aren't innocent even they'll deceive you to <laughs> even a baby will deceive you uh, to get his way but uh, in the sense of innocence uh if you will uh that is um what um, what christ was and could you imagine uh you know, of course, there are some people who have no conscience. I mean, literally, their conscience has been seared, and uh, they feel no guilt or conviction. But for uh, for the for those with normal <laughs> uh, feelings, you know, if you done something wrong and uh, they're about to beat a child uh, because of what you've done, man, they'd be like, "No, no, 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 no! I'm the one that messed up. Don't, no, don't hurt that that kid." Well, I mean, look at Jesus Christ, who was far more innocent and and perfect. 
And here he took our place. See, because of what we've done, we should have been the one tied to that post. We should have been the one to endure that scourging. And Jesus Christ pushed me, you, out of the way. And he said, I'm going to take this for him. Now, let that sink in a little bit. That you know, imagine yourself two thousand years ago, because you know space and time imploded. You know that's because a lot of people have a hard time understanding. Well, how did Jesus Christ do this for me? And uh, but remember, God is uh, omniscient; uh, He is omnipresent, and He can see past, present, or future. He can look into the future and see us. And He said, "I'm going to do this for you." And uh, to sit there and watch an innocent man take the punishment that I deserved. I don't know about you, that's a hard pill to swallow. But it didn't end there. That's when he had to carry his cross. You know, he was only able to go so far, and that's when they got Simon of Cyrene to help carry it the rest of the way. Nailed, literally nailed to the cross through his hands, through his feet, and he had to hang there in agony. He did that for you. You know, I think sometimes, you know, it's like I think people have a uh, uh, an understanding of uh, salvation we have an understanding of what christ did on the cross and uh, i think through time as we mature uh, as christians uh, that we take for granted what christ has done it's like oh yeah i don't understand what jesus done do you fully you know i, I think that um, the movie the passion of the cross of, of uh, the passion of christ that mel gibson did uh, that really helped drive home you know I, for so long we can only imagine what Christ had to endure on the cross, but to to witness that on film, I think it really helped drive home uh, exactly what Christ had to uh, to endure for us. And uh, uh, we need to appreciate that uh, a little more. Sometimes we may need to contemplate that a little more of the high cost, the high cost of our salvation. But praise God, uh, the grave could not hold him, and he did raise again on the third day. You know, and it amazes me how people want to deny the deity of Jesus Christ. They want to deny that he rose again. Hey, nothing more would tickle the, the Romans more than to say that Christ didn't uh, rise again. In fact, they tried to pay people off to say that uh, uh, the, the disciples stole the body. And uh, if, uh, if you know anything about history and how the stone was rolled and the weight of that stone... Been, if some people try to say that uh, that Jesus in his weakened state uh, opened the, the, the doorway physically and escaped uh, and uh, the disciples took care of him. You know, all these crazy ideas, but the fact remains, supernaturally, that stone was rolled back. Jesus Christ did rise again on the third day and 500 witnesses. Most history isn't written till hundreds of years after the event. This is written within generations that could have easily disproven uh, the fact that Christ did rise again. And as, as I said, I started out uh, uh, at the beginning of this devotion. I said this is twofold. One, uh, I want us to realize and understand uh, the reality of what Christ did on the cross. But two, I want to, to make sure that as a result, God wants our obedience. You know, you know, Jesus, you know, God demanded justice, and God and Jesus Christ paid that sin debt. You know, you've heard my dad say many times that Christ paid a debt he did not owe because we had a debt we could not pay. But as a result, we need to make sure that we are giving our complete, utter, and total obedience to God. Are you being obedient to God? Are you trusting God? You know, here at the very beginning of this, I was talking about these um, individuals that are just sensationalists. They're they're preying on uh, the fears of those in the in the world right now, and uh, uh, and we can show obedience uh, 
by not listening to these individuals. Yes, we need to be informed. I got no problem with that. If it's truth and if it's factual, I, I know I don't need some guy right, driving down the road with a phone in his face and saying, "Yeah, I know a person that knows a person." That, you know, that anybody can do that. Uh, but uh, but being obedient in the fact that we know that God's in control. We are being obedient, knowing that God's going to take care of us no matter who's in office or what's going on in this country. We're being obedient with our tithes. That's one area I don't like talking about. It's uncomfortable for me. I don't like it. And why? Is, well, why? You know, if you may ask, uh, it's because you've had all these televangelists who have taken advantage of people. You've had pastors who've taken advantage of people. Churches have taken advantage of people. It, that's why it makes me uncomfortable because I don't want people to think that's what Fountain Life's about. That's what I'm about. I could care less. In fact, I had someone message me yesterday. Right? Well, I get this a lot, and particularly since this COVID situation. Uh, people will message me from time to time and say, hey, we haven't been able to tithe. I don't care about that. All right, yes, the church is a business, and we do have to keep the lights on. Uh, that that much is true, and, and we have ministries, and, and we have benevolence. And there are, you know, obviously it takes some money to make a business run. But my what I'm interested in is you. I'm interested in where you're at spiritually. And, and I make it uh, uh, purposely. I have no clue what any individual gives in our church. Don't have a clue and don't want to know. I don't know who ties and who don't. I, could, I that's not that's why we have other people deal with that kind of stuff. I, I don't care about that. My my mission as a pastor is to see souls saved. And, uh, and but the fact remains, you are showing obedience you know, even when times are tough to still tithe because you're saying, "Hey God, you're in control of my finances. I'm doing this to offer this to you." You know, just like we were talking about yesterday, you know, we're talking about uh, uh, spiritual offering. What does that entail? You know, and that went very right back to First uh, Peter chapter 2, verse 1, and the fact, you know, where it talked about uh, malice and envy uh, and being deceitful, slander, uh, is a very the, the absolute opposite of that, uh, to be truthful. Uh, to uh, say good things, to lift a, each other up, to support each other. The very antithesis to those very words, the very opposite of that, is what we need to be to be offering those things to God, to be showing that obedience, to showing our love and trust in Him. And I think that is something that we need to be uh, aware of uh, in our thoughts, our words, our deeds, our actions, uh, what we're uh, saying in conversation. Uh, you know, it is um, uh, easy to act one way at church and easy to act another way at work. It's, uh, you know, depending on who you're around, your attitude and how you, uh, what you think is funny can change as well. But, uh, you know, nobody's perfect, obviously, and uh, myself included. And But we need to uh, never forget the high cost of our salvation. We never need, need to forget our duty as Christians to be obedient. To, uh, to make sure we're serving the Lord thy God with all of our heart, soul, mind, body, and being, and that we're making it a point to be a light in this world of darkness, to point people towards the direction of Jesus Christ, to show them God, to show them Jesus in all areas of our lives. If these are the last days, which I believe that they are, then we have a responsibility. That's why we're put on this earth. One, because God put us here to glorify Him, and two, that we have a, a mission as the Great Commission tells us, to go out and tell all people, go forth to everywhere, the highways, the byways, tell everyone about Jesus Christ. And that's something that we need to make sure that we're doing each and every day. So as you're going out and about today, uh, reflect on uh, the high cost of salvation and ask yourself, am I being obedient? Am I being a witness? And uh, you know, sometimes it helps to take a spiritual pulse uh, from time to time. Let us pray. Dear Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. 
Lord, thank you for another opportunity to spread the gospel message. And uh, Lord, thank you for allowing us to start our day off right. Lord, help us not to give in to the fears and the worries uh, of the world. But let us put our confidence in you. And uh, Lord, we know that you're in control. Let us be obedient. Let us be serving. Let us be humble before you. And Lord, uh, we just praise your holy name. And Jesus, thank you uh, for uh, giving uh, of your life to save us from very real hell. Lord, for anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, I do pray for uh, our sister in Christ, Kim Penix and Wendy Lee, Ginger Hood. I pray that she'll get good test results. Pray to be Jerry Keller and Ron Thompson. And Lord, I pray to be the Roger Winters. I pray to be Larry and Donna Knight and Jane Kitchings and uh, so many others that are needing prayer and battling, whether it's uh, cancer or COVID. Uh, Lord, let your healing uh, be swift and uh, make them whole. And Lord, I pray that you be with our country, and I pray that you'll touch hearts and minds like never before, and that people come to know you before it's too late. Lord, be with us, lead God, and watch your protection until we meet again. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning, and hope everybody has a great day, a wonderful day, and a blessed day. Uh, don't forget, you can always tune in to the Donkey Young Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes, free of charge, audio only, list all these devotions and sermons alike, and uh, also uh, you can... Uh, uh, if you have friends and family who would like to watch these devotions, who don't do social media anymore, and a lot of people are leaving Facebook uh, because of, uh, of how they're treating conservatives and Christians alike, uh, if you don't want to use Facebook anymore, you can always go through our website at FLBC, that's you know, Fountain Life Bible Church, FLBConline.com. You can always watch live there as well. Well, everybody has a great day today, and remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless.